Hello and welcome to the Raising Men Show. I'm one of the hosts, Craig Carlisle. Yeah, I know, I know. I used to say all that fancy stuff about one station, but now we're on more than one station and we're excited to be there, so I can't call all the call signs at the same time because it'll be too numerous to count. I might miss somebody. I don't want to make somebody feel some kind of way because I didn't call their station. But I'm definitely appreciative for all those that are listening and riding with us, whether it be on the podcast or whether it be on air or just on streaming. So today's topic is the future. I know we've got a lot of graduates out there that have have changed over from, I don't know, high school to college, college to real life and maybe even more college, who knows. Some have even transitioned from middle school to high school. But one of our hosts has changed over to college. So, Ryan, you are a member of the class of 2022. Yep. The future, as you're calling it. Mm-hmm. Is it bright? What is it? What does it feel like? How, do you, how does it feel to be a, a high school graduate? And what's next? Well, one thing's for sure. Future is definitely bright. I know that for sure. You got to wear shades, bro. Oh, for sure. You sure? Especially where I'm going. Wow. Especially where I'm going. Where are you going? Where are you going? Going to Arizona State University in, you know, Arizona. In, the, in, in, that in, in the heat. In that in Hell, Mexico? Yep, yep. It's, it's definitely, for, for for those four months, you know, as Shane says, for those for those four months, it's just going to be, it's going to be terrible. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to definitely struggle. You know, it's only going to be shorts Shorts. I might even have to bust out the muscle tees while I'm out there. No hoodies. <sighs> you ain't gonna catch me dead in a hoodie probably till December. Well, you wear a hoodie every day out here. I, I do out here, but that's because I can live. I choose life out here. But you choose life, and I choose life when I go out there. Got it. Because it's a whole different environment, especially when we went to go visit. That was like I, I know we've been there before several times, but like when I'm going through campus, I'm like. I gotta deal with this actually for the next couple of years, so I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I'm gonna have to make a couple wardrobe changes. Yeah, you're gonna have to definitely have a some hot clothes. I only wore uh, some for, really hot clothes for for the school year for for my senior year. I I probably wore shorts twice all year. It, that's gonna be a, when I go when I go away. It, that that's gonna probably be the opposite. I'm gonna be wearing only shorts. And some slides or some Crocs. I I just got some brand new Crocs, so I'm probably going to be busting those out while I'm over there. They're yellow, too. Good Lord. Are they ASU yellow or are they just yellow? I have to compare the colors, but I think they're just yellow. Oh, my goodness. It's close enough, though. Close enough? Close enough. You're going to get your wardrobe coordinated. Yeah. I'm going to get it sorted. I'm going to get it sorted. All right. We can Gucci down to your socks. Well, I tell can't f- afford Gucci. Uh, well, I, yeah. I work at Rubio's. <laughs> wow, I ain't mad at you. I am not mad at you. So, so talk about it. You, you, what did you do? I, mean, I know what you did, but I mean, what was the thought leading into graduation? You know, you've been through, you had a little shindig at the house, mm-hmm. food, you've had grad night. I mean, what did it feel like pre-graduation and then after? Well, pre-graduation... I hadn't really had much about, like, the next chapter of my life super sorted out. Like, I already knew I was going to go to college. But then, like, up until senior year, I was thinking, oh, I'm going to go to UCLA, all that kinds of stuff. And then the time for college admissions rolled around, and I didn't end up filling out an application. And I was like, huh, this process is a, it, it's not as I thought it was going to be because I realized you had to write 
multiple essays yeah. for uh, this kinds of stuff. So I kind of went with one that I had already written for my English class that we did. So I, I put that out for the comment application, which was for more like outer state, uh, out of state uh, schools and stuff like that. And I was fine with that. Because um, I, I just, what, my plan was, like, even though I didn't have it figured out, I had an idea of what I wanted to do, which was I wanted to go to a four-year college that uh, that had a Camp Kesem chapter because, of course, how much that means to me, and I wanted to be a counselor and everything. And I was going to be able to study psychology, and I would figure out the rest of my life from there. Um, that place ended up, as of right now, has ended up being Arizona State University, which I am happy to say, and... I know that the heat is going to be bad, but I'm going to tough it through no matter what, and I'm going to make it mine. I'm going to make it my life while I'm over there. Well, that makes sense. It sounds good. So how did you actually get to choose Arizona? So uh, me and my I friend. Mean, I mean, because most people don't choose hell. Oh, of course. Or, of if they choose the high water, you don't choose hell. You all chose hell in terms of the heat. Of course, yeah. So uh, I, was with my, I was talking about uh, colleges with my friend because, like, other than UCLA, I hadn't actually put, like, a – college list together of places I should probably apply for because I I had never actually been like oh I should look at places that I could possibly go to that have a pretty good education but I never did that so my friend he helped me uh, make up a list uh, Arizona State happened to be on it and we decided oh let's go to college together that'd be that'd be sick uh sadly he's as of right now, I know he's not going. Uh, I'm trying to t- not coerce him into it, but, like, you know, I'm dropping subtle hints to try to get him to come over here. Applying that proper peer pressure. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, not not too much, but, like, it's there. It's, it's it. there. But, um, uh, and then I'd also gotten into University of Northern Colorado, and they did, they did give me money to go to the school, but I felt that, Arizona State was the place that I wanted to go. So I've been, I decided to slowly at the time start getting into the process of applying for scholarships. You're still slowly. And, uh, still slowly, but I'm, I'm making more progress than I did. Um, like I'm doing all, uh, doing more of the, <coughs> sorry. <coughs> oh, Leftover oh. post sickness cough. Yeah, post, post sickness cough, post sickness cough. Uh, but I'm getting more into the process of getting ready to actually go to the school. I'm trying to set up the all my like emergency contact stuff, all the housing stuff. Once I get my house, I, I did talk to the housing people and stuff. Once I get that, I can talk about my meal plan and get all that kinds of stuff going. So I'm moving into the process, trying to get myself set and sorted out and everything so that when school does roll around, I'm ready and I'm not still trying to scramble to the end. But... It's definitely gonna be a grind until I get there, and uh, I'm I'm excited. It's like not everything really sank in until probably a week after I graduated, because I didn't really. I I knew I was going to college and stuff. I, I knew like I I had just graduated, uh, but it didn't sink in until I went to lunch with my friend and we had a conversation about how life really is Mm -hmm. and all the stuff that you and I talked about finally clicked in my head and I was like wow I'm really going away to college for the next four years out of state without my family 
the closest one will be my older brother, but it's not like he's going to be living on campus with me. Right. That's, I'm going to be navigating all this stuff on my own yeah. for the next four years. I'm, pra- I'm Not practically. I am an adult now at this point. Well, not yet. Well, not, no, I'm, not legally. Well, okay, pra- okay now I'll, I'll go back to practically. Yeah. I'm practically an adult yeah. now. Like, in November, I will legally be exactly. an adult. Yeah. I have to deal with I'll have to deal with all this like money stuff all, all on my own I'll have to yeah. figure out like all these different things I mean of course I have resources to help me sure but navigating it is definitely going to be a difficult thing and it, well, it is scary to think about because it's like like I've you you and I have talked about like all these things like I, I need to know to be like oh, when I grow up and like when I mean become an adult but it's all actually hitting me like wow this is i'm really taking that step right now and that's like something i mentioned in my uh in my senior speech that we're some some of us are taking that first step into the real world or like we're we're diving headfirst into the real world and some of us don't even know how to swim and i'm realizing i'm still in the shallow and i i don't really know how to swim all that well either yeah so that's gonna be an interesting process but I think I'm still excited to navigate it nonetheless. I don't think everybody, even as adults, we have it all figured out. You know, because so many times we're as parents, we're just underdeveloped kids mm-hmm. or underdeveloped adults, depending on how you want to place it. Because there's so many of us have baggage and issues, you know, mommy issues, daddy issues. My best friend hurt me. My brother, sister hurt me, blah, blah, blah. There's the junk we've got that affects our sense of self, right? And so even even the most, how many call it, successful or strongest looking people, they have issues that they're trying to, to get or skeletons in their claws or whatever you want to call it. They're just trying to figure it out. And, you know, I'm 53 and I'm still trying to figure some things out. You know, mm-hmm. we've, we've all had some, as a family, we've had some interesting challenges that other people may or may not have already had to deal with, but we've had to deal with ours for, for some time. And that's going to make some interesting life changes, right? And some decisions that we've got to then add that to our baggage to try to work through. But I, you know, I always encourage you to, you know, really watch your words and say, so you said, Hey, this is going to be difficult. This is going to be challenging. Let's, let's not speak that into existence. It just, Remind yourself, so, so cancel all the negative words that it's going to be hard, it's going to be difficult, because it, it doesn't have to be. Yeah. Yeah, it may it may be challenging, you know what I'm saying? It may feel hard, right? But we don't want to make it out to be a difficult challenge on our own, because we might have causing ourselves then to do some things that we shouldn't do just to fulfill that, that word and bringing that hard, difficult thing to life. Right. When you were looking at, Coming well, coming out of high school, the last several weeks of finishing, heading into graduation, versus when did you really realize? You know, I did it, I made it, kind of thing. When, when did you really realize that high school was really coming to an end? It was probably like, well, those, those last few weeks, I was like, it was something. It was pretty laid back those last few weeks because. We were having all of our like senior activities going. We were having dances, uh, games, and all these other things going on. Uh, I was finishing up any tests or essays and all that kinds of stuff. And then we were just chilling the last couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were practicing our. I think like when I when I realized I really, like I, I'm really like at the end 
was actually the day of graduation, um, probably, because we were we were lining up to get ready to go out and onto the field, mm-hmm. and that 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 graduation music that you hear at all the ceremonies, oh, it, it came on, yeah. and that's when it hit me. I was like, yeah. wow, pomp and circumstance. I'm like, wow, we're I'm really here right now. Yeah. I I finished high school. I I'm gonna be an adult. This is crazy to me right now. Like I I didn't know what to to really think. Besides that, that was the only thing that was on my mind was that I'd really just finished these last like twelve, thirteen years of uh, of schooling, sure. and I've got more still to come. And it was just it was surreal at the time. It was just walking through that stadium, looking at all the parents, looking at all the kids that I'm graduating with, all wearing our cap and gown, yeah. and when I walked up to you know, they announced my name, took my picture with the diploma, and then actually getting my actual diploma. I was, it was just, it was crazy. Yeah. Like, I was in a really like, excited but also weird head, headspace. So it was just, I, I didn't know what to think completely, but except for the fact that I was, I was done. Yeah. I was done for a little while, yeah. just, just a little bit. I thought that you were going to pull the story when you guys finished the last volleyball CIF game because that had a certain level of finality to it as well. And I tried to stay in the gym after that game as long as I could. And I was like, well, I mean, I could have stayed longer, but I thought, you know, maybe you, maybe you need that moment yourself to kind of process the end of an era, right? Cause you had given a lot to volleyball and for it to kind of go out like that, was kind of like, hmm. I mean, not that you can't ever play volleyball again. I mean, right. Arizona does have an intramural team. Mm-hmm. It doesn't compete at the NCAA, you know, intercollegiate level. But they do, you said that they do still compete with other schools. Yeah, they have, at, uh, at a they club. have tournaments and stuff. And yeah. At, at, like a, at a club level. Right, right. But I know, to me, I thought, hmm, maybe that was would have been one of those kind of like, ooh, uh that's it kind of moment that that was that one was it, it definitely was one of those kind of like this is it's over kind of moments mm-hmm. but it wasn't one of those like I, at the time i didn't think of it as like it's the end of senior year kind of thing i was more just it's the end of my high school career of, mm-hmm. of volleyball because yeah. i wasn't going to go back to finish club because i was going to focus more on working and uh, doing all my college stuff because at the time I was behind, so I wanted to, I wanted to focus on all of that. Yeah. So I remember the end of that game, seeing my teammate Maddox, who he's a sophomore, or he was a sophomore, mm-hmm. and uh, he uh, he was crying on the bench as we were walking over to him because we didn't have the we didn't have a good record at all. Like just being straight, we had a terrible record, yeah. didn't win any league matches won a few, like, actual matches at, like, tournaments and, like, other schools. But, like, in terms of, like, league, we were dead last. But we had a great time as a team. Uh, Like, practices and games and other stuff, we had had a lot of fun. I think we had a good amount of energy. But just, like, of course, skill-wise, maybe we weren't the – we were not the best our school has probably seen in a while. So that was kind of rough. But – I was more happy because I played. I, I got a lot of play time during that last match, 
and I thought I played pretty well for the most part. And it was rough because, like, I actually cried at the end of that match because I was just processing the fact that I was done with volleyball for a little while. I probably wouldn't play until maybe I'm probably not going to play until college again is what was going through my head. And I was like, I'm not going to see, I'm not going to be able to play like this with some of my guys for a while. Sure. I'm not going to be able to have a experience like that for a little while. And it was just rough to think about how that's how I was, that's how it's going to go out. That's how our season's coming to an end. Sure. I kind of already predicted from the get go. Like, after our first few matches, that that was probably going to be how the ending to our season was going to be. Sure. But actually coming to it was a whole different thing. Sure. And I was just, like, I was happy because I had such a fun team to end it off with. But I was sad because it was, of course, over. And I didn't want it to be over. Yeah. I wanted to go finish and do other stuff. But it's not how it worked out in this time. But that's... Not a super bad thing. Do you think that you gave it everything you had, or do you feel that if you have some regrets, thinking that you know I could have done more, I could have done this? Uh, I think, I think that I gave it everything I had. I, of course, I make mistakes. Everyone's gonna have like regrets that they made a mistake. But when I make mistakes, I don't think of it as not trying my hardest. It's just a little bump on the road in your effort to do your best. Like a regret would be me, maybe, maybe like not wanting to hit that game if I didn't want to, or not like trying to put my best effort out there. That's not how I feel I played. I feel that I put everything I could into that game. I feel like I did that for every game this season, or the best that I thought I could. And I don't have any regrets on how I played this season. I had, I had, of course, like I said, I had some mistakes that I made. Uh, some like maybe bad plays or placements or something like that. But I think overall, I did the best that I could or tried the best that I could given my skill level and given the amount of time I was able to play. And I had a good time with what I did. I think I remember coming home after each game telling you, like, you know, the team didn't do as well, but I'm happy with how I performed. So that's really what I was more happy about. I still uh, go back and watch all – whatever clips I have on my phone of me playing, whether it was uh, whether it's for club or it was for high school season, I always look at my clips to see how I did and if I liked them or maybe if I could have improved at the time. Like, there definitely was room for improvement, sure. but that's because I had a different level of skill at that time sure. versus what I do now. So I always like going back and watching my clips because it's always fun. And sometimes I'll go and watch just clips of the, other, of the rest of the team playing. Well, that makes sense because as long as you know that you did your best, mm-hmm. then there is no regret. Yeah. You exactly. may have remorse or feel some kind of way about how a particular you know, portion of a match went, mm-hmm. a particular play went, because not everybody's perfect. So you're, you're perfectly fine within that space of feeling that way the way you did, that know that you did your best, and that's all because then that helps you, allows you to sleep well. At night, knowing that, okay, that side of my career is finished, but I gave it everything I had, and you don't have to ever go back and replay this game. And oh, I wish I had gone after that ball. I wish I had swung here. I wish I had done this. I wish I had served, and I chose not to. You know what I'm saying? Or I wish I had gone after this 
and you didn't. So you don't have those stories. You have gave it all I had. And, I'm, you know, you were always a high-energy guy, you know, always, you know, encouraging your teammates and, you know, cheering, and you were always the loudest in the gym, you know, with uh, the positive, and you were always encouraging to your teammates and trying to get that going. So I thought that was good because you won an award, actually, too, mm-hmm. that showed that the coach saw and appreciated that. Tell us about the awards you won. So I got the Maverick Coaches Award, I believe, which was – uh, how my coach was described, I got it for always having high energy, whether it was on and off the court, constantly yelling and cheering for my teammates, trying to help them out, and always being ready to hop on the court in whatever position my coaches were needed. They needed me to play, whether it was in the back row, whether it was on the front line. I was even ready to play middle a, a few times because they, they had me do it a few times in practice just be, just in case something were to happen with some of our players. But I was ready to hop in and get whatever game time I needed or, wh- or whatever game time they were going to give me. Sure. I was going to take all of it with a, with a stride and just go for it because I was like, I'm going to take everything I can and put 100% effort into all of it. Because I wanted to prove to people, like, like well, no, I actually didn't really want to prove much this season because it was my last season, so I knew. I was like, there's I'm not worried about recruitments. I'm not worried about... Uh, next level super kind of stuff. I'm not. I'm not looking towards all that stuff. I'm focused more on right now having fun with my friends, yeah. going out and trying my hardest this season, and not having any regrets about how I did, yeah. and how or how I should have done this, how I should have done that. All of my effort was focused on one play at a time, and getting to the end with by playing the way I play. And learning even more every day during practice and finishing it out. Sometimes I did like to prove to whether it was even my teammates or other players that I could play anything. Just because I I know that I'm short and I should not be playing on the front lines. But being able to jump and attack and block, I can get on and I can be on the front line over some of the guys who are taller than me on the team. Pretty much says a lot. So I wanted to show those people that, like, hey, you can't stop me just because I'm like this. If anything, I can stop you. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to I – mean, I may not have stopped everybody, of course. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You're coughing up a lung right now. Uh, <laughs> I, I, again, like I said, I may not be able to stop everybody. But – or, like, yeah, but uh, I was able to stop a few people. I got a few blocks. I got a, I got a couple kills this season. I got some really good passes and digs. I was I was trying to put my uh, sacrifice in the body for passes and stuff. I was trying to chase after all the ones I could, diving after stuff, trying to go get all the things that I could because I wanted to help the team in any way possible. And like I said, put that 100% effort out there. That's that's what I wanted this season, and I think I, I think I got that. I think so too. Now, how do you, how do you? <coughs> Or how can you apply that kind of living all out you know, mindset and effort into your daily life, your everyday life, college life? I think the way I can apply that is to, because I guess what's going through my head at first right now with like college and all this stuff is like, I have a, I have a, I have a lot of years uh, 
to figure out my life. I got I got these next four years of college and potentially more if I choose to go for more education and other stuff like that, higher degrees and stuff. So I'm th- like, I guess what I my mindset I'm in is I got time to figure all this stuff out so I don't have to like worry so much. But if I really want to have that mindset of 100% effort is don't worry about these those next couple years and everything that I've got not to have the like slacking mentality mm-hmm. just give it I need to switch that mentality in my head of hey you got your first year of college coming up I should be super super excited you should be on everything you should be going out to all the like sporting events to get all that kinds of stuff of course still like get do a uh, studying for all my like uh tests, quizzes, anything that comes my way, all my homework assignments, projects, uh, but also like being able to really enjoy, get the all of that college experience that first year. Like, of course you want, I, like you want to have a, that good balance of education, but also like the college life. Yeah. That's what I want to have this year. And I want to, I need to flip in my head like, hey, let's get it going. So that way you can, so that way you can have that life, and not like be thinking, "Oh, I can't, I can't get there yet because I need to go do this. Yeah. I can't get there yet because I haven't finished this, or I didn't. Did I send that email, or did I, did I ask about this? Have I filled out this? That's what I need to flip in my head that I need to get this done, so that way I can get to what I want to enjoy. That's a huge thing. That's what I've been definitely on yeah. a lot here lately with trying to get things done early and not procrastinate because when we wait sometimes, the results, I don't want to say can be the same, but yes, the results could still be the same because the goal being achieved, I mean, you got that achieved or that accomplished. My concern is if we wait, it winds up making things that much longer. It can actually make things... Um, when life starts to get involved, then what happens, mm-hmm. right? So if the more we get things done and knocked out early, it allows us more time to adjust and to recoup versus having to just settle for something that's in there. Talk through us now. How are you able to try to apply some of that, get things handled? Do you see yourself making some progress in those in that area? I do. Now. I do see myself having some progress in the areas of like getting all of this knocked out so that life will happen or life gets to happen all that like like i'm forgive me but i'm still in that state of like you know i just graduated want to go like have fun for the summer all that kinds of stuff but again i'm all i have to like keep remembering in the back of my mind like hey you're not done with all this stuff for college so it's gonna like I I know you want to have all this fun and stuff, but you need to also get this done. That's why I'm like it's like that it's a battle that I'm having mentally trying to because I I want to go do all this other stuff, but I got to get this stuff done. And it's like no, of course no one wants to do work and everything, but at the same time I'm I'm trying I'm really trying to mentally tell myself like this is how life is. Like you want to go do other stuff, but you got to get this done. So. I'm trying to put myself in that mindset of like, don't worry right now about all this super, super, super fun, great stuff. You still got like a month and a half of summer left and it shouldn't take you more than maybe a few days to get most of this stuff knocked out because 
some of this stuff is just requires me sending emails and then waiting for a response because it's just questions that I have and then I can fill the rest of it out later. Or if anything, it's like some process that doesn't take me very long. Maybe a few questions to you, like maybe like some like medical information that I should already have or some sort of like emergency contact information I got to talk to somebody about, some of that kinds of stuff. For me, at least right now, I still have like some stuff I have to, I'm waiting on the college to actually help me out with. Right. Like, cause housing, they haven't, they haven't finished my housing yet. Right. Like I emailed the people today, they got a response. They're, they're still working on getting me put into like a, into a space. A, into a space. Mm -hmm. So I got, I, I'm waiting on that. I thought I got a response back from the, uh, uh, what's it called? The student work program people. I haven't read it yet, but I saw the notification that I got it. So I got a go through that and see how that's going to work because I'm definitely going to get a student job. Uh, I'm still, of course, I'm still, I'm constantly applying for scholarships. I got to finish my Sally May stuff, which is for like student loans and all sure. that kinds of stuff. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's like, I'm trying to get myself into like getting, at least putting most of that stuff out there. Sure. So that way, like I can, I can't, I do, I will have time to just, I can wait for the responses from the college or whoever I emailed for help on this stuff. And then I can be like, oh, okay, this is how I do this. Okay, I can go do this now. Or this is done, I can go hop over and do this. And I think it's cool because what I'm hoping to be in showing you being that pusher driver on the side is that the more you get your stuff done sooner and faster, the more time you actually have. Like, for instance, I was reminding Evan that when you guys are doing those I call them the four-piece cuts for Truth FM when we're on for the show, the framework. You know, remember the goal is that we do 14 episodes at a time, 14 to 16 episodes at a time to deliver to them. But when you guys are doing the cutting of a, of a two-hour show, in, in many cases, it can offer you two episodes for Truth FM. Yeah, you can get up to like about eight cuts sometimes. Right. If it's a... Like, depending on how we did, how we edited the episode, yeah. right, with or without a, with or without an interview and things like that. But I mean, this it has that opportunity. Mm -hmm. So I was just reminding Evan, said, "Hey, when you get to doing this, try not to get caught up in the dad said to do. I got to cut. You got to do sixteen episodes. Well, no, the goal is you deliver sixteen. If you can deliver sixteen and only have to cut ten, the goal is still achieved. It's what you have to deliver, and so." Just be mindful of that, and the more you do that work and get that out of the way, the sooner you guys can go be with friends and hang out, and you can get that, you know, that extra nap or that extra TV time, extra couch time, because yeah, I get it. You've been twelve years in school. Well, I almost said twelve years a slave, but anyway, <laughs> same thing, same thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You've been in school twelve years, right? Yeah. And then to realize that if you really don't want to go to class ever, you're at that point. Now, granted. You know, you put yourself out there with a, a loan of some sort. That's money left on the table that you have to pay back. That's also true. You know, so you want to make sure you maximize the use of that money. But it's just a matter of um, taking responsibility for that time to allow yourself to have more time. Mm -hmm. So, and you have to find your way to when you get to with a school, right? Same thing. If you let the last minute come around. And, a, and an assignment is due like tomorrow, but you got it like six weeks ago, you don't really get the benefit of kind of 
slowing into it and doing it at your own pace and knocking it out early versus get that stuff, knock it out as fast as you can. Because if life happens, life can get in the way of the homework. Mm-hmm. You know, life can get in the way of the job. And if we, and, and, and I have, you know, definitely cases where I haven't done that a lot of my life. I allowed some things to get in the way and, and procrastination used to be my thing. And I said, oh, I can let it sit. I, I work best under pressure. Well, that's that's really an arrogant lie, to be honest. It's just, just an excuse to use to not want to do the work, you know, when you have time. Mm-hmm. I'm finding now that when I have things that are due, I want to get them knocked out, like right now. So it allows me more time to really relax and don't have to think about something hanging over my head that I got to do. Case in point, you guys are, have done those shows for me that I've required, and you guys have turned them into me. I want to get them done now so I can... I can have the rest of my week next week while you guys are camp. I can lay on my back and just kick back if I want to. Not that I have any extra work to do. So you're getting ready to go actually to Arizona. I guess maybe we should start actually this way. We, we, you came from a tour, your first time being on campus. What did that look and feel like to realize you were actually, you know, stomping with the big dogs on the, on the place where you were going to be? And how did that make you feel? Uh, I I had made this comment when we were in the in the, like the taxi come from the airport and how we landed, like like I've been to college campuses before, just because like I've gone for like field trips and stuff. Mm. But as we were passing at first, as we were passing by the campus to go to the hotel we were staying at, and then when we actually and then also when we actually got on campus, it it was a whole different feel for me whole different atmosphere than just like casually visiting at college because I was actually going to go to this college and it was weird because I was just I was going to go no I, and I was I, I am I am going to go to that college and it was just at the time just weird because I was walking around and looking at all the all the stuff all the all the uh, facilities they have all the buildings and all this stuff and I was like Whoa! I'm gonna be here for, probably for the next four years. Yeah, in a in a couple months. And, yeah, in a, in a couple months, I'm gonna be living here, going to classes, talking or meeting new people, going to like sporting events, participating in all these different things. I was like, wow, this is this is essentially what home was gonna look like to me for for a little while. Yeah, and it was just, it was fascinating to me it was crazy i i there's not a lot of words i can think of that like described how, how it was i was just i <laughs> claire's just chomping on something it was jack's leftover, yeah, food, it was leftover food but it was just i didn't know what to what to think i was just wow i'm here that's that's that was like the main thing going through my head yeah. and like my plan for, for like for actually starting college of course a lot of it's going to be me trying to navigate and figure figuring this stuff out because like like we had just said that i've never actually been to college yeah. or like, like been been like to college so it's sure. going to be a definitely a journey of figuring stuff out yeah. i'll have to navigate where my classes are going to be i'll have to of course be figuring out like tra- like what well, transportation probably we're mostly going to be walking i assume because it was most of the stuff is like easy, easily walkable. It is a big campus, yeah, but I think I could 
definitely get to and from each place just by walking pretty easily. Uh, if I want to invest in like a skateboard or a bike, that'll be fine just to get around campus. Which is interesting that I saw they have certain areas during the week where you can't use like a bike or a skateboard. They right. have like during no the, wheel zones. No wheel zones. Because of how busy that walkway mm-hmm. gets during the week is what they were saying. Yep. So like within a, a certain hour of time, you can't use any. You can't use a certain form. You can't use certain forms of transportation. With you just wheels. have. You can't use any wheels. You just have to like just walk whatever you have with you until you either get out of that area or it turns into a time where you uh, you can use it. It's usually just during the week. I've noticed, just like yep. Monday through Friday, yep. between a certain uh, certain time, certain hours, yep. and then Saturday Sunday is like fine because most people don't have classes. So like you're good. So I might invest in like a like a skateboard or something like that. You guys got those two long boards on the side of the house. Yeah, if I want to learn how to use that, and I'll take that with me, something like that. You got some time, bro. You got, like got a month and a half. Take some, some time. time. And then uh, I'll. There's not too much I can really think of right now because I don't know how the actual school year is going to go. I'm still like watching like the videos of what the school year is supposed to be like and kinds of all that kinds of stuff, but. Uh, I'm just thinking of what I probably would expect and then how I'm going to navigate that. I'm I'm anxious to see how you're going to work that dorm room having a roommate yeah. because your your current space is rather messy, bro. It is. And and I, I'm almost like borderline unlivable in some cases cuz it's just <laughs> if you had to if it wasn't for the fact that your desk was there and uh it didn't have enough space to put us, you know, you could put your computer on it. I don't know what you would do cuz your current bedroom is bigger than your dorm living space will be. Not the dorm room is probably bigger than your bedroom, but in terms of your allocated space, you know, you don't have as much allocated space as what you'll have, you know, what you have right now. So right, being yeah. able to keep a messy room is, I'm curious to see how you can work that out. Cause if you lived in a shared a space with someone who was, if you chose to be as equally as messy as you are right now, <laughs> that room's gonna be terrible to get through. <laughs> but I mean, it's gonna be easier. I have a I have a laundry bag this time. Uh, well, you can have a laundry bag this time too. Oh well, yeah, I, I could have if I if I was smart enough. I would have I would have bought a laundry bag a while ago, yeah. but I didn't. And that is, wasn't all dirty clothes on the floor all the time. That was clean clothes, laundry clothes. Yeah, that yeah. Bean bag yeah. in the corner. Yeah, I, I ended up just using that bean bag as like a place for clean clothes for a while. And then, yeah, it was just like that for a while. Um, yeah, I, I think I, definitely for sure I'm gonna do a better job because, like I said, I have a, I have this laundry bag. I'm gonna definitely be using, carrying all my stuff throughout the week. Uh, doing my what's nice is that, of course, the, the laundry in the in the dorms is also free, mm-hmm. so I don't have to worry about paying. paying for to use it or anything like that and I'm I'm good. I could just take my stuff over there, wash my clothes, take it back to my room and I'm good to go. Well hopefully uh, the only thing that's that is probably gonna go through my head is I'm gonna get uh <laughs> I'll use my like my dirty clothes and stuff when I like take them down to the uh to go wash them and then I'll put them I'll probably put them back in the bag to carry them back to my room. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that I'm gonna I'm going to leave them in the bag for a little while <laughs> and I won't hang them back up in my closet. So I'll have to like when I want to like put my dirty clothes 
away, I'll have to be like, oh, I have to actually put the calls away now. And then I'll get to that. And I'll be like, I have a feeling that's definitely going to happen at least like a couple times. I know that's going to happen for sure, for sure. But uh, I'll have to, I'll be getting into the habit of putting them up so that I can keep using the bag. We have to definitely find a, a process to find your rhythm. If this is Jax's excess food, sorry. Um, you'll find, I'm sure you'll find a rhythm, right? Because you're going to have to. You're going to have to get, navigate a bathroom better, right? And even if you use your bathroom process now with your brothers and, and think of that as a dorm room situation, you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't want to, I'm sure you wouldn't want to come into a, a shared bathroom space in college with a bathroom looking like y'all's does right now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That that would have a whole kind of new level of like, what the hell? Kind of nastiness, right? So, and you don't want anybody else, I don't think you would want anybody, want anybody to really think some kind of way of, of your hygiene habit, right? In terms of keeping, not keeping a room, just be considerate of others. Now, being considerate of your brothers and the brothers considerate of you guys, that should have been handled, but that's a different thing when it's family for whatever reason, right? Yeah. But when it's other people we really don't know, we tend to keep ourselves and our spaces a little bit cleaner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you'll you'll find your way, you know, and find your rhythm. And fortunately or unfortunately, you may have a roommate that's just downright kind of, you know, worthless and nasty. I had a roommate in, in Texas. I lived in... Uh, Midland, Texas, for my first summer, I worked a sophomore experience job with Mobile Oil, and they assigned you a roommate because everybody, you know, companies got interns come in, they kind of pair you up, you know, it's like mixed bag of nuts, you don't know what you're getting, and you talk about one nasty brother, and he wasn't a brother, he was just a nasty person, it wouldn't matter if he was a brother or not, he was just nasty, sink nasty, just bedroom nasty, and we had our own rooms, thank God. He was just nasty. Stuff all over the house, nasty. Um, even when I had gone home to visit my family, my parents, during the summer, I came back and found that he had let somebody go in my room while I was gone. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? This this is not this is not your space. This is not their space to have been in. Oh, Don't you keep it, uh, do you have like, if you had your, oh, you had your own room. I thought you, I was, uh, uh, like, like a room in inside of a room. Like an apartment or something. Yeah, it was well, it was a full on two bedroom apartment. Okay, yeah, so I was thinking, like in my head, I was like, oh, like hotel room, like, not not hotel room, but like like you had like a key to your room. And I was like, no, Wait, no, it's not. That's not that's what he's talking about. No, they didn't have rooms like that. Now, you know, when we were in Ohio in Shane's dorm, it was the common space, and then inside the common space, there were lockable bedroom doors. So it wasn't like that. These were just traditional, regular apartments. In most apartments, you. It, if you have a door to lock, it's while you're inside of it, a, a doorknob lock, not a deadbolt lock. So, and it was no way to lock it and be get be excuse me be able to get back in. But you know, you get back, you know, somebody's kind of been in your space, and yeah, it just felt all kind of wrong. But I, I just couldn't get away, <coughs> get, couldn't get, wait to get away from that dude. It was it was so. I mean, I had a great summer, but he was the most negative part of the summer because the. Just that part of living in the same space with someone who had such a low regard for themselves, let alone for me, mm-hmm. that was just frustrating. Right? Yeah, I get you. You know, but when I got back to college that that next year, I definitely started to keep my bedroom and bathroom a lot cleaner because I saw a different view 
And I, I didn't used to be the cleanest dude in college. My roommate, um, what I did, I we had an apartment for all my five years in, in college. I chose the room with the walk-in closet, sacrificing the walk-in, the, the bathroom being inside. I gave, I chose the room with the walk-in because I, I knew, I felt I had more stuff. And then I had to, my bathroom was in the kind of common space versus his room had a sliding closet, which was very small, but his room was considerably bigger than mine. And he had a bathroom inside. Now, of course, I could have taken a, you know, when I was, 17, 18 at the time, I didn't think, well, I could have just bought some vertical, you know, storage closets, you know, or some bins and closet space didn't have to be such a thing. Yeah. But I thought it would be better to have the walk-in. But hindsight 2020, man, if I had chosen the master bedroom with my own shower inside, I could go in my room and I didn't have to necessarily ever come out until I wanted to go to the kitchen. Right. You know, but those are the kind of things when you start looking at apartments to kind of walk that through what's important to you. And you'll figure it out. You know, these yeah. are going to really be grown man decisions that you're about ready to make. Yeah. You know, so I think that's what's really cool. Turning 18 in, in November, what are your, I mean, you and I have talked about the thought that you'll be an adult. I mean, you can't drink legally, right? But I'll be like, in a, in a, like the government will view me yeah. as an adult. adult. Yeah. Like, 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 I, like, I have to register to vote, that kind of stuff, like, I will technically have to. Do I have to register to be like to like be if there were a draft? Yeah. I have to, you have to register, register for, for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because you don't want to be a draft dodger. That's a problem too. So you have to register. And, and the interesting thing for you is that you'll be out of state. So when it comes to California-based stuff, jury selection and possible stuff like that, even voting for the state of California, you can vote absentee or mail-in ballot. So that'll be something to see your funny your first first election will be a mail in ballot, which is you have to keep a track on I'll have to make sure I send you your ballot. Yeah, I think you helping me out with that would definitely Oh yeah. It'll be 'cause I wait hold on. 'Cause what's it called? The election is usually November normally. Like November, like first first few days in November. No, that's is, for that's for a a like a presidential style. Okay. Well like uh Okay, okay, okay. I was gonna say because I was, uh, my I was gonna if my birthday like f like if if there were a presidential election this year, my birthday would have probably f fallen on that election, like which I I would have been eligible el eligible to vote that day. Right. So you'd have to have gone to the a polling center, registered and voted that same that day. same day. Okay. So that'll be something we'll have to. Figure out, of course, you know, and navigate what that looks like. There won't be a national election in 2022. There won't be one for until like 2024. Yeah, so that's going to be, you know, fine for you there. But it's just there'll be some regional stuff, some local governmental stuff here that you'll have that you apply for, that you would be eligible to vote for after November of 2022. So we'll, we'll, we'll navigate that. But if becoming a resident of Arizona is a thing, you know, we may, you may instantly become you know, driver's license and things over there. We'll have to work with the school and see what that looks like. Yeah. I always laugh. You and I were talking about grown folks and you become 18. If you get arrested, you go to big boy jail. Mm -hmm. You know, there's all that juvenile <coughs> type stuff that's, it's for real, for real. And not that it, not that you're going to go to jail. I'm just saying, Yeah, I like to throw that out to people go, ooh, yeah, you know. It's like, that's, it's a real thing. 
like even now I probably I there's a high chance that I would have been if if I were arrested at all and had the possibility of going to jail mm-hmm. they they probably would have tried me as an adult already too yeah well, it, 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 depending on how high like fucking like the crime runs but right and you didn't you didn't no plan no plans for no big crime right of course not I, yeah I don't plan on robbing a bank for another three years at least at, at the least I got yeah. you Steve got got you on record we'll put a tape back and definitely use that in in, in your uh they'll know where it came from yeah I got you I got you, <laughs> I got you. What are your thoughts? Do you have any plans? Do you ever thought about going um, overseas for a foreign exchange? Or I think it would be awesome to study abroad. Yeah. Like it, I think about like you know it, it would be like a little like there, there would be the, its challenges because of course I most likely would not speak the language of wherever I was going. You know, so Pig Latin or Ebonics? You don't think they've spoken mm-hmm. in other countries? I don't think so. Mm, I don't okay. think so. Uh, I'll check that out. <laughs> hey Siri, oh, no play. <laughs> uh, but I I do I really want to travel to Japan because mm. for for several reasons. Uh, I hear they have a really they have like a lot of beautiful uh, places to go sightseeing and a lot of different um, tourist attractions. They're also very like advanced technologically, sure. and also they have a lot of stuff pertaining to like anime and video games that I like. Oh. So that's also another big reason, and I want to go experience all those different aspects of what they have. Sure. Um, I heard over there that I heard from my my English teacher who's been there. So, not many people have driver's license over there because they mainly travel by the uh, by metro or like the, the train that they have. Sure. So, instead of like a driver's license, most people's like they have like a little metro card. That you can customize. They even have like seasonal ones that have like little designs on them and stuff, mm-hmm. and all this different kinds of like little. You can get a lot of stuff with it, I think. So like that's how people get around is they use this little card you know, on the train, and you, it goes really fast and like you, it goes pretty much everywhere. So that's that's how people travel. That's their form of. That's the main travel. Least, ways at least. Well, you'll be used to trains here in a minute because Arizona's uh, public transportation is supposed to be pretty good. Yeah, they have like they got buses, they got the train, they got um, these like they also have like campus like little like transportation mm-hmm. things. They have a lot of stuff that allows you to get around. They even have like uh, I think some of the like trains travel between all the campuses, so you can if you need to go to another campus for whatever reason, you can get on one of those and it'll take you there. Any concerns you have? about the prospect this is your first time staying away right i mean because you've got to go to camp you all stayed at people's houses before but like, i have not stayed away 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 yeah this for, is this like, is a way away away this is like this isn't going to spend the night this isn't going to camp for a week this is this is like going to camp for the next four years yeah, it's like what's and it's, not, and away, it's not away, like away 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 <laughs> It's not like just camp activities every day, that kind of mm. thing. No, this is like well, the camp activities going to be the schoolwork and the tests yeah, yeah, and midterms, yeah. finals. That's those are activities. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll still be sharing like I, I I always talk about how I share uh, hugs, uh, laughs, tears. I'll still be doing that at college. <laughs> yeah. Still be having those tears. Sure. They just may not be joy sometimes. <laughs> I got an F. No blame. <laughs> I got a midterm. Yes, I got do. a project due in two hours. I'd be like, oh, that's too bad, son. Well, enjoy that. <laughs> enjoy that. Uh, I'm going to go back and chill. Yeah. 
I told uh, I told Auntie I would let her know when my move-in day was, so that way she could she could come and she see me off and stuff like that. So. Well, you're definitely off, so she's seen that before. So, oh, you mean like like like, like, like she'll she'll see me like like she'll come with us to like move into the dorm. Oh, got thing. it. That part. And, Did you find? Well, that's on the recording. I, I, I have no idea when move-in day is. All right, we have to find that because I got to get those hotels ready, bro. Come on, bro. Yeah, I gotta I gotta I gotta figure it out. Yeah, it's part of that slow ramp up it's gonna be within the, probably the week of like that Sankofa thing that yeah. I signed up for and yeah. then like of course actual school yeah cause like it'll probably be within like the week or two before school starts yeah. which is like the 18th yeah. the only yeah. issue I have like, any concerns I have as a parent is you don't ever think that your kids are ready for something yeah until they have to go do it right but our situation with losing your mom, with losing your mom, and we've had to deal with a lot on our own, right? We've yeah. had to adjust. Change is the thing that's the most it, that is a constant, right? So you have to be able to to do what you need to do, right? You have to be able to take the initiative. You got to be able to watch out for yourself, and you can't. Though that campus, when that that one tour guide girl was talking, well, you know, there's, you know, in our campus, there's fifty five thousand other people that chose to be here. Yeah, there's there's a there's a ton of people on that campus. Yeah, yeah, but not all of them chose to be good people, mm-hmm. right? So that doesn't mean there's a guarantee that they're great people. And they always have your best interests at heart. There's going to be some people that are going to suck. There's going to be some people that are great. There's going to be some people that look out for others, and it's going to be some people who look out for themselves. But you're going to have to watch <coughs> out, watch out for you. And that, <coughs> as a parent, that's one of the things I kind of go, okay, I got to be, con- you know, it's a concern I have, but I can't worry. Because I, I have to have the belief that, you know, I cast those cares on him because he cares for us. So I know the Lord's got you covered. Mm-hmm. And you're the second one to have gone away to school. So when Shane went, I was, you know, it was a different time when Shane went initially. Yeah, that was that was a definitely like a really different yeah. time. Oh, yeah. And the climate in the house will be different, you know, mm-hmm. without you here. I know Evan's already excited because he gets has to have his own. Oh, he's Space. he's he been plotting since day one. Plotting he, scheme. He said ever 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 since Shane was left, mm-hmm. he he been he been waiting for the day that that either me and Caden was gonna be out the house. He yeah. he's been he's he's been waiting. He's sure. been he been drawing up map boards and everything. Oh, yeah. he, he been he, he was scheming for this day. He's yeah. he's waiting. Yeah, but you know it's it's one of those things you know where everybody's gotta. A thought in mind, and, and granted, you'll get luggage, but I'm not going to do like my folks did and get you luggage. Okay, good, you're out the house because you got luggage. That's not the intent with the luggage. You have you need luggage because you need luggage, and you're not going to be able to take much from here other than clothes. Mm-hmm. You know, clothes and a laptop and backpack, and that's really it. Because on the other side, when you get there, you get you have to get the things that tailor to your space. Yeah, because it's not a bunch of stuff that you doing you're not going to go there for holiday you're you're going there to get work done mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you're the, going there to focus to work to get the degree that you chose to get mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying whether you make you know a diversionary move to save some cost up front and then get back to the one you want you know what I'm saying between the west campus and the main campus that's those are choices right but it's not something to be taken lightly yeah because this isn't like you're going out for you know two dollar drinks Mm-hmm. Or you know, buy one get one burgers. This is these are thousands of dollars 
that are on the t- on the line. And like we talked when we were out there, should you decide that this is not for you or you there's something different that's for you and you want to make a shift in plan, when you get money allocated, this isn't just something you just randomly just pick up and go, well, I'm out of here. Deuces, I'm out. You can't just, just bail. On well, you, well, you can, right? But you really wouldn't want to. You may want to. I'm saying it wouldn't be in your best interest, I should say it that way, to yeah. just pack up and roll because there's, you're still going to be on the hook for that money. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, like uh, student loans don't go away just because I stopped going to school. No, sir. In fact, the bill comes due when you stop going. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're given so much, you know, pre-deferred time that, okay, you're not in the school over a certain amount of time. They're going to make you send that first bill, you know? Yeah. And there's not, there's, there's not much you can do. So it's things like that that I think is important. And, again, I don't want you to ever be worried about, oh, the bill, oh, the, the homework. And that's why I was talking about in the beginning where I wanted to get my stuff done early. Yeah. And want to get, get it done sooner than later because you're going to be – learning to adjust. You've never been a college student before. Mm-hmm. You've never had a college class before. You've never had to write papers in this manner. You've never had to do homework to that level. And you have to learn the teachers and what they want. And it's just an adjustment. You'll get it, you know, class or two, maybe three. You'll get it, mm-hmm. you know. And you have to learn to not stress. And You have to manage your stress. You know, I promise you, you'll probably learn more about yourself Honestly, over probably the next 45 days, then when you get to campus, you're going to learn a hell of a lot about yourself in the first 90 days. Because within the first 90 days, you'll have a midterm and possibly even a final within the first 90. And that first poor grade hit, it changed everything. Now, if you're like me, I didn't have my first bad grade until I got to year three. College was cake for me. I skated the first two years. Mm. Dude, we were going. We were going to nighttime chemistry class, spending three to five hours in a class, getting out of class like nine, ten o'clock at night, going to the club, staying out to twelve o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, coming home, and then trying to go to class the next day. And it was it. It was. Now I'm not trying to brag or say anything. That's not why I tell you the story. I'm just saying because I know that I've been there, done that. I mean, there's going to be stuff you'll be. Presented with the opportunity to do, smoke, drink, do drugs, whatever. Those are your choices. Those are grown folk choices, right? Yeah. I mean, people can say, oh, this is legal, that's legal. Yeah, but it doesn't make it right. Yeah. Is it what's good for you? Because everything that's legal ain't good for you. Correct. Because everything, everything lawful ain't good for you. Mm-hmm. And I used ain't, yeah, okay, whatever. It's all, not always right. And then you need to always factor in your, your belief system. You know what I'm saying? What does God say that you should do and what you should not do? And there's going to be a lot of things we do that we know God don't like. But it's all about what your choice is, and you got to be real with those choices. You know, not try to be fake and fraudulent. But, oh, well, God knows my heart. Well, that's crap. He does. He knows it's your heart that you chose to do that, so just be for real about it. Mm-hmm. So those are the things that you really, because there's no one out there going to go, Ryan, did you get up for class? You got a class in five minutes. I'm not going to be calling you. I'm not going to be texting you and calling, hey, you up for class. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's all on me. Yeah. Everything. There's, <clears throat> that's one of the things that, that sank in. Yeah. Not, not, 
it, it's not one of those things that like it took me a while to process. That yeah. that was one of those things I knew off the bat. I yeah. was like, I'm going away by myself. Yeah. There is not going to be anybody with me right. who's going to be there to try to remind me of all of this anything. Kind of, of anything. Right. Not, there's not going to be none of my siblings. Not, nope. My dad's not going to be there. My friends not going to be there. My teachers aren't going to try to remind me about no. it. They're going to let me know, like, hey, this is when class starts every day. It's up to you to get here. It's up to you or to not. let me know if you uh, if you're here or not. Mm-hmm. And it's up for you to let me know if you're gonna be here or not. They don't even care. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't want you to let you know if they're not. If you're not gonna be there. You're just not gonna be there. You're just gonna go. They don't care. I'm, yeah. And I'm not saying the teachers don't like, care. It's because it's we're the ones paying for the class. Right. The there's no place. attendance. There's no attendance sheet. Yeah. They don't so care if, if you, if you never sign up for the class. You 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 there for the, that's what they tell you to go. Only time you need to be there is on test day. Yeah. Unless the tests are, vir- are virtual. True. So when you when when you get that kind of reality that, like you said, and when it sets in for real and you experience the fact that, you know what? Oh, crap. I really am here by myself. Mm-hmm. And you're not here by yourself to be alone, no. Right? God's with you, yes. And you'll, you'll find your tribe there. It may, it may take a class or two. It may take a semester or two to find your groove. It may take a few days in the class to find a group that you can kind of vibe with. Yeah. Right? But when you find that, tribe and that group it makes all the difference in the world when you find yourself with a group of people like you already know that are at least going in the same direction the difference in college when you find that squad it's folks that usually have your same degree plan the same even even if they start in the same year as you or find themselves in the same space as you for the for the major yeah right that's going to make a difference because you're going to start seeing a lot of the same faces and a lot of the same classes Studying and learn people's habits and not habits and get some ideally some of the previous tests to use as your template and kind of, you know, what to look for from this teacher or that teacher. And once you get in that groove, it makes you feel like, yeah, I got this thing. I'm, I'm good because I can kind of relax. My shoulders can kind of come back a little bit where I don't feel like the weight on the world. Because it's going to be, it's, if I were to sit back and tell you right now, I mean, it's going to be cake. I would be lying. You're going to find those cakewalk moments. And if for you, if you're like me, if you have an experience similar to me, you'll probably have a scare or two the first semester, maybe second semester. You may have points that were to be cake, and this is the easiest thing you've ever had in your life. You know what I'm saying? Then you're gonna get to you're gonna get to that point where you're like, you know what, this this right here was hard because it was hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now my degree was different. My degree was engineering, so I didn't take a lot of heavyweight engineering classes until year three. Yeah, which I think is. I think similar to how they think they think they said they explained it to us. Yeah, you have some major base classes all throughout, but the harder stuff gets gets you like three year year three. Yeah, but you know it's it just gets there when it gets there. But I'm not gonna say you are not gonna be surprised, but you just should be shocked. Yeah. And so what's the difference? Well, shocked is like for me, it's like it's like you had no idea. At all that it was going to be looked like this way ever. Now, surprised is like you know what you got me on that one. I studied for this, and I was surprised that that material was not on the test. Okay, you got me on that one, but the shocking should never happen because you everything is fair game on tests. Everything's fair game in life. Everything's fair game because it's fair game. So you know you're going there to have. To take the best grades you can, to keep your grades as high as you possibly can, to keep asking about internships, to be, you know, proactive with 
scholarship applications because you know now, right? You'll know we already know now when the dates are open, even for housing, right? For next year. Scholarships open in January, January sorry, September one. Housing opens January one. Yeah. And, and I would be I was thinking, well dang, I'm in housing already in September or August. Why am I worried about housing again in January? I just got here. January for next August. Yeah. But it's it's so many kids going and adults going and kids, sorry, you know, cancel those words. There's so many people going. Because like how, how I did, I didn't do my housing till June 2nd, which is why it's taking as long as it is right now right. to process me because there's already so many kids right. in their housing and stuff so that they're still trying to find a spot for me to be put in. And they, makes sense. And they don't honestly know who's really going to the university till they show up. Exactly, yeah. Because some kid could bail last minute. Well, you have a friend that bailed, right? Yeah, exactly. So, the, and, and that university may or may not even know that he's not coming. Mm-hmm. So, and, and unfortunately or fortunately, he's not in the same program that you are, yeah. right? So, you won't be going to the same campus if, right. if he chooses to not. Actually, either, either major that he's deciding on, he sure. will not be going to the same campus. Right. But but for a student who's in his same type of you know degree or system or from the degrees or majors that are on the campus of his choice right currently there's potentially going to be a student who won't have housing or, or potentially even scholarship money because he's deciding to have not gone and they won't know until right around the 18th right yeah housing's liable to know in advance because it didn't show up yeah the school may know sooner when the tuition's not paid. Then they'll start kind of going, okay, tuition ain't come. Okay, well, we start making the choices. So we may not get housing alerts for you until August mm-hmm. because you're waiting on people like that. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that we can't be ready. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So long as, as you, if, long as you stay ready, you don't have to go get ready. That's the old saying that people used to say. Right. Yeah. And it's true in these cases. You gotta get ready. Even for you right now, I know the whole thought of whew, I'm out of high school, I can chill and kick it, right? But there's some stuff yeah, we have some checkoffs to get into college, but you got some checkoffs to get out of that room. There's some stuff that you don't really need anymore. It's clothes that you don't wear, stuff that you don't even use, some stuff that you're not gonna be able to take with you. Mm-hmm. You may not want to get rid of it, but you need to get it situated where it's not gonna sit in that room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It needs to be. We need to figure out where you're going to store it. Are you taking winter clothes with you, or you're not? Because we, it would have made sense to take winter if Shane was there, right? Because you could store it in his house. But you may decide that as we start to plan this thing out, because that's what Shane did. He, we used, you know, his aunt, his aunt's house as a base of jump off. So he took the things he needed, and we left his winter clothes because he was, you know, Columbus, Ohio is different. It's a different beast in the winter time. Yeah, yeah. So he left his winter stuff. At his aunt's house. Yeah. Thankfully, she was gracious to give him some space in her basement where all he had to do was get back to, Colum- you know, get back to to Cleveland from Columbus and get his gear and go back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we may decide to put your stuff in one of these bins, leave it for shame when he, he heads back to Arizona to move into his house. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, then you'll have a box designated as your winter. You know, may say Ryan Winter or whatever. Yeah. And so you'll have it. 
because I'm I can't guarantee I'm able to ship it right away from here. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Especially, yeah. if, especially if it's something you need. Mm-hmm. You know, and do you need a birth certificate? Do you need social security? Maybe, and, and maybe there's some checkoff stuff that we prep that you have for that right now, right? But those are the kind of stuff that being a grown man, you know, memorizing your social security number, having your social security card, memorizing your driver's license number, those are things you need to have. Managing that the card, the money on your card, managing your scholarship money, those are the things that you're going to get a real... I pray that you don't have a rude awakening, mm-hmm. but you're definitely going to have those damn moments mm-hmm. where... You're gonna to need to know your medical card information. You're gonna need, you know, saying something. I mean, I mean, for you even, you got to be for real with it too, because you're gonna have Zolaire shots that you're gonna to have to manage. Yeah, on my own. Learn how to self administer, self administer those three. There was one shot, I guess. No, not three. One shot, right? And make sure you don't to do that. How do you receive the meds? Where are the meds? Making sure that they get there. That's gonna be something else to manage into your school day. Yeah. You know and. I'm definitely encouraging you to, to to start looking at some videos on time management, how to manage this, you know, first-time college student. What do you recommend? How to manage my schedule? How, what are some tips and tricks? Because you'll have to learn how it works for you. Are you an electronic person? Are you a paper person? Are you, you know, I learned quickly. I'm electronics. You know, I can lose a piece of paper between here and the car. Lost my wallet somewhere between when I had it in my pocket last to whatever, wherever it is right now. And I have been the main one to put things in the same spot all the time for just those reasons. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Same thing for you. We'll have to, you'll have to develop a way. How do you manage your dorm key? Because you leave that room, the door locks. It's like a hotel. Yeah. You know, kids lose keys all the time. Where's my key? How can I, How do I get in? And like how the lady was saying, like for most of the dorm actual facilities, yeah. You can't get even get into the building mm. without your key. Yeah, without the card, without the key you can't, card. You can't get to the front desk. You mm. can't get into your, let alone your room. You can't get into, if you can't get in the whole building, you can't get into anything that's in there. Right. And no one's going to tell you, like I'm always managing, get a jacket, Brian, get a jacket. No one's going to tell you to take your medicine and your coffee. No one's going to tell you to take an umbrella when it's raining. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to, be, to cover yourself and to be warm and to take care of your health and remind you. Of the, because, and I'm not saying that people don't care. Some people really don't care. You're, it's not we're not the focus of anybody else's life outside of our house. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And sometimes inside of our house, we're not the focus of people's lives. That's just for real, mm-hmm. right? So when you go, that's why I was after you when you were not feeling well. I was like, dude, it's not that I don't care. It's not like I don't want to help you out because you're not feeling well. But this is one of those times where you got to do. You have got to do. This thing. You have got to make a decision for yourself what you're going to do. Take this thing off here. So once you decide how much you love and care for you and that what you do matters to you, it'll make the difference in the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just when you realized that moment when you saw that, that volleyball was the end of an era, end of a, end of a what did you term, uh, season in your life mm-hmm. or chapter. When you realize that there's a chapter beginning and it's valuable and it means something to you, you'll get after it. Because if you want to to stay in these dorms, if you want to, you'll get after housing. You'll be such a pest to them that they'll love, just screw it. Just give this guy, just give him an assignment so he'll stop calling me. So he'll stop emailing me. Just give give this dude a job. So he'll stop 
asking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? And the open, and the open mouth gets fed. Closed mouth doesn't. You know what I'm saying? Those old sayings make sense when you want it bad enough. Right, yeah. It's going to have to come to a point where, like, you have that passion for Kesem where you'll do and you'll say anything positive about Kesem. If you want to get to a chapter that has a Kesem, you want to get to a university, you're going to have that same kind of passion about ASU and what they're doing. Yeah. You'll have to. Otherwise, you won't get there. Yeah. If you want to pay for this experience that you are about to have, you'll get after those scholarships in September 1. And you'll get after them up until September 1. You'll get after these people looking for money. Otherwise, you won't be there. Yeah. You'll still be sitting here August 18. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So when you decide what you want, and if it means something to you, it'll kick in. Yeah. And then it goes back to the saying, and we can close here with, you help yourself more, I can help you longer. Everyone else, not everyone else, but those who choose to help you longer can help you longer. You know, I hate to go to somebody and say, oh, we got to do a GoFundMe. He needs $36,000 by when? By tomorrow. Well, wait a minute. Dude, you knew you knew this was coming. You know, so you knew you needed that money. Mm-hmm. Why don't you start sooner? Or say something sooner? Yeah. Well, no. You know, we're managing the process, managing the process, get the money, get, make all those corrections that need to be made to get it down to the lowest amount it needs to be. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And then you go from there. It's so much easier that way. Yeah. Unless you want a hard knock life. It's up to you. Yeah. So well, I appreciate you taking the time and, you know, you'll be able to, your story's going to help out other somebody else. Mm-hmm. Um, I encourage you along the way to, to, to blog it, either write it yourself or do video logs yourself about it, about your thoughts and concerns. If nothing else, you know I me, mean, I always want to show it to people, right? You know, it's just me. But if nothing else, to show it back to you. Yeah. So you can look at it or listen to it and go, man, that was me then. Wow, that was, I could have done whatever. Or I've grown so much. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you look back at that kind of a time capsule, two, three, four years ago, 10 years ago, or since then ago, from now. Yeah. And realize where you came from. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Talk about what you've been through. And I definitely would encourage, for the sake of this particular series or episode we're in, if you take that, that essay that you wrote, you, you wrote an essay speech, for your speech, speech, for senior speech, record it. When we talked about it, record again. Yeah. And I'd love to play it on this show. Yeah. So people understand. Because I, I think you really... When you wrote that, I think you really had an understanding of what, or some insight into what it meant to no longer be a part of high school. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was impressed with the writing. And I think other people, not necessarily be impressed by it, but I think it's going to help people. Because there aren't a lot of times when people your age get a chance to be heard and understood and, and not just overlooked. Not just looked at as, as being a poor driver or being somewhere that's not really a part of life, an active part of society. A lot of times kids your age are looked at as people who don't care. They're just after their own thing. They're in the way. Partying, acting stupid, and totally oblivious to other people. Inconsiderate. And there's because usually by older people they're trying to get somewhere and y'all have done something stupid and kinda of pissed us off. 
right? Yeah. But that that speech had a different look into the life and the eyes of a person your age, mm-hmm. where life doesn't doesn't need to always be so serious. But when it is, being able to voice it and express it, I think it's going to be a great help to a lot of people.